0: Vitrangelo and Eichel play catch-out high. Right wing shot, save, rebound, score! Stevenson, Howard play goals in consecutive games. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Pass goes to Marcioso, behind and for Eichel. The left sidewall, up top Vitrangelo, to the right, Theodore shoots, he scores! what seconds to go. Theodore scores his second of the period from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Our number one of the VGK Insider Show featuring a lot of talk about uh, nickname potential for Jack Eichel that we can use in the broadcast. We can get up the, the old collector's editions, t-shirts, all kinds of marketing stuff. Wearing around Vegas, uh, and it's it's sent Chapman down a rabbit hole where he he can't get enough of it. He's checking his Twitter feed every seven seconds, and now he's doing searches on words that rhyme with Jack or something along with Eichel. It's ridiculous. But we're going to give you the top 10 picks later on in the program in uh, the end of our number two, our top 10 nickname, Potential Ideas for Jack Eichel, but uh, it's the VGK Insider Show. Darren Millard and Chapman with you today on Halloween night. It's it's weird being around the radio station because here at Lotus, there's like 27 stations on, on, on our campus. And some of the stations have dressed up. The personalities are dressing up. Some of the stations are not. Like, I dressed up. You did not. The weird thing is, like, there's some Rock stations here. I can't tell whether the DJs are dressed up or not, because it's it's rock. Like there's classic rock. There's, it could be Halloween any day of the year. The, the rock you've got them in. I'm sure you're listening to this show right now. You've got a picture of your rock DJ in your head, and it's not that far off. The rock DJs, the way they they do it. Uh, if you could dress up as anything. Like, your one-of-a-kind costume, what would it be? Would it be a skull and all the bones, like a skeleton with a, a skull on your face with great makeup? Would it be... Uh, I, I want to go one day as, as Piff the Magic Dragon. I saw somebody in the stands yesterday with a dragon outfit. It looked really cool. That would be... Or, or Care Top, I would like to... to Throw that out
1: there. There was a guy that they showed last night, and I don't broadcast? know. Do, when, when they were uh, showing the crowd.
0: What, what, were you at the game? It, yeah, yeah, I was at the okay, game. so yeah, yeah. it was on the Nitron. So it was on the Nitron, okay. yeah. And Why is everything so difficult I, with you? I, I, I don't know.
1: I I, I I would just assume that you would have known that I was at the game.
0: No, but that's what but, I mean. But I yeah, uh, so, were so, you watching the broadcast? No, no, no. Or so was it, was it, was the...
1: okay. it was on Nitron. It was on Nitron, and I don't know how many people would get the reference. But he was dressed up like Erwin Mainway, who was a Saturday Night Live character played by Dan Aykroyd, yeah. and his his was no. he would go and he would talk to Jane Pauley, and they would he he would make like these these horrific, most dangerous toys or dangerous Halloween costumes, and he would like pump them up as like these great. Toys and, and like one of the one of the Halloween costumes was Johnny Pedestrian. It was like a, an all black suit, and it's like yeah, you run out in the dark and nobody sees you, but it's a great costume.
0: Why would you, why would you even bring that up? That's bad. Ur- that's bad form. No,
1: Erwin Mainway to keep was everybody
0: safe out there? And then he, you just tempt fate. It was an
1: SNL skit. Oh it was goodness. it was funny. I don't know. Erwin Mainway. I don't know who the guy was who, the guy who dressed up like him. Fantastic costume. Fantastic costume.
0: So I ran into this person. Maybe twice a year, at the fortress, and I'll be walking over from the radio set to the TV set, and they will just be finding their way to their seat. And he's dressed up as Winnie the Pooh. He's got the full-on costume, like the 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 paunch and the the vest, everything, and the hat. the The bear head comes over. He dressed up as Winnie, at least twice a year. What does that person dress up as? On Halloween, if they're just on a random Thursday in February, Winnie the
1: Pooh—that
0: <laughs> yeah, is Vegas. And I'll, I'll, I, every time I see it, I'm like, I'm living in, in Vegas.
1: You it know, just, just jumped. I was I was scouring Instagram, and I came across Pierre Edward Belmar, and he always does a fantastic job for Halloween.
0: But it's, it's the best. It's the best event in hockey. Yeah, hockey players and teams get behind Halloween. More than any other.
1: But Belmar dressed up like a like a, a block of cheese. Mm-hmm. His wife was a bottle of wine, and the kid, one of the kids, was a baguette. It was fantastic. So yeah, yeah. It was great. French picnic. It was it, great.
0: You, you didn't come across that.
1: Well, Be honest. No, I... I
0: no, 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 no. You didn't come across that. You stalk these people. Now get out of you, here. Come on. Who
1: do you think I am? I I don't stalk, stalk it. No. You
0: you you absolutely. No. It's not totally. stalking.
1: I I, I follow you, a few guys and, and This
0: didn't just come
1: across. Listen, it, it, everything just it's it's random. I don't know how the logarithms work. Like I hadn't seen him the, in, uh, in a long long time, I'm but there was. Algorithms? Oh, algorithms, yeah. Not
0: a logarithm. I said algorithms. Uh the Vegas had uh, the players. I love the Chandler Stevenson with the beekeeper? Yeah. It like, was a bee? Yeah. Caught the bee.
1: Zach Whitecloud got a lot of love from nhl.com.
0: Uh that was really good. I love the um uh what's the uh, Toy Story? Oh, Woody. Woody. Woody yeah.
1: yeah, and and Buzz? Buzz, yeah. uh,
0: Jack, and uh Shay? Yes. Uh, that w- that was awesome. I
1: they, thought they I thought d- Mark Stone's wife was was a really underrated costume. She dressed up like remember the Avengers movies where Thor Gets out of shape, and he's fat, and, and she dressed up like I li- fat. I Thor. live that every day. That's fantastic.
0: I live that every day. And
1: William Carlson and, and, and Mrs. Carlson dressed up like Elvis and Priscilla?
0: I actually didn't know whether that was Johnny Cash.
1: Oh, I thought it was El. I thought I it was Elvis. No, no, it, oh. it
0: probably was Elvis. Yeah. I, I think it was Elvis. But when I first thought, I thought it was Johnny and June.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then Logan Thompson... Uh, who who he was he was the uh, the wolf. big bad wolf yeah big and big Nick Waugh was was the huntsman.
0: We're not going to go down every one of them, but, uh, no, but was that, good was, stuff. that was That was pretty cool. He that guy needs a nickname too. Lt, we need something more than Lt. Yeah, but, but let's focus on Jack uh, first. Jack Eichel with the dunk on the Winnipeg Jets yesterday, the signature goal. It, w- it was his coming out party as a Vegas goal tonight. He's been here for uh, almost a year as uh, member of the organization and. Uh, been skating for uh, almost half a season uh, with the Vegas School Knights. and yesterday he just jumped off the bench with about 30 seconds to go in overtime, and takes control of the puck, goes around one way around the ice. I thought they were going to start playing the the uh, carnival music, like because he was going around. They stops, and he st- and it's not stopping to get away from Mark Shifley. He's stopping with a purpose at the top of the zone. take it back around so he can go on a strong side and get it to the net and hopefully make a play on Connor Hellebuck. It was outstanding. It was with a purpose and it was executed perfectly. Here is Jack Eichel, play the first cut, uh, Chapman, on his thought process.
2: Yeah, I wanted to take it to the net. I could hear the bench saying there wasn't a whole lot of time left and I uh, I knew they had some tired bodies on the ice. I just wanted to try and challenge them.
0: I don't know whether they changed... Because it was 30 seconds to go and they wanted to Jack out on the ice, or it just turned out that the the shifts aligned where they wanted to change because the players were tired. But it, it worked out. I like the idea of we're, let's change now and get the fresh body with the Jets on the ice. That would be great. But I, I kind of have the feeling that it was more just – circumstantial and it happened at the right time. Uh, but let's go to uh, did he know that they were tired, Jack Eichel, before he dunked?
2: I wanted to try and get to my backhand side. It's just a little more dynamic that way. Uh, obviously I circled the net there on my forehand to start, but uh, yeah, kind of turn up and, you know, Theo and Stoney you know, just uh, <clears throat> just bring some attention to them, them, them their own guys and um, I knew he didn't have a ton of time. I didn't know exactly and then I heard, I heard the bench when I turned Say, I don't know, 10 seconds or so. So, try to get a quick play of the net and, um, you know, able to get a step and, and find a way to score.
0: So, backhand, forehand, why does that make a difference? Well, he was circling on his forehand side, so he was able to cup the puck a little bit more, easier to control as he skates around the ice. But then he stops and he turns and he goes on his backhand. How is that better for him? Well, when he deeks backhand, he goes to his forehand it's much easier to tuck that puck in around the goaltender and throw it into the net. Advantageous uh, when you make that split-second dynamic move. And he knows that it's an opportunity to bring everybody out of their seats just like Mark Stone does. And it sounds like Mark Stone is rubbing off
2: on Jack Oh, it's I- huge. I mean, he's, uh, he's our leader, so... Uh... Yeah, I mean he's always he's always emotional. Uh, he doesn't it doesn't matter who's scoring. He's always uh, he's always excited for them. So uh, I think everyone gets excited when he scores, you know, because uh, he gets. Uh, I think he probably outdoes everyone when when someone else scores, and um, it's always good to see him get rewarded. I mean he does it in all three zones. He makes so many little plays, so he gets rewarded. Uh, it's always good to see. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I had a game winner in OT, so. Uh, it's always a nice feeling and uh yeah, Stoney's such an enthusiastic guy and he he brings so much to our group. Um you know, it's uh I think it's unmeasurable. So I think he rubs off on the whole team, myself included.
0: They were going from the start yesterday. It's 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 rare that you'll see a team outperform the other squad from start to finish the way they did. And it was like just all over Connor Hellebuck from the opening minutes until until the very end. Overtime was a different story. Aiden Hill had to come up with uh with big time saves in that five minute three on three session. But over the course of the three periods, I kept waiting for Winnipeg to have some kind of pushback, and Vegas kept their foot down. It was a different game than the Anaheim game. It was the Anaheim game was in control. They they led on the scoreboard. And even though the shots said Anaheim held a majority of the play compared to, to Vegas, that was totally misleading. Uh, Vegas didn't give up anything high danger-wise, maybe two chances uh, that, that weren't more than, than a low percentage uh, opportunity on, on Logan Thompson. It was as clinical of a performance as I've seen in a long time uh, from a club, that Vegas shutout win over the Anaheim Ducks. Yesterday was different. The score didn't show that there was any separation between the two clubs. But Vegas just pounded them over and over and over and chances. And somehow they weren't going to go in. And even when you would think they're going to get a little bit frustrated or get away from their game and take chances and try to force it a little bit, they managed to stay with it, which was... Arguably, even just as impressive as as being able to control the the play, that that was really solid work uh, by the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, a couple of takeaways: one, that that Stone Stevenson Eichel line, it, it's it's going to be known around here as as just being able to put the hammer down. Uh, I see no doubt about that, just because of Stevenson's ability. Now, he can skate with the best players in the National Hockey League. He's got the confidence to skate with the best players in the National Hockey League and be able to contribute with the best players in the National Hockey League. And Mark Stone is healthy. He's doing it the way he did before. And Jack Eichel, I think, gets better the more he skates with those guys and is going to be able to use those players to his advantage. He gives it up to them. It creates opportunities for him if the opposition starts protecting with by by paying more attention to Stoner Stevenson then Jack becomes uh isolated in a one-on-one situation you saw what that hap- uh, what that did yesterday so I, I think that the 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 future growth of that line is is wide open immeasurable as as jack just said that was uh that was really uh the, the takeaway from the last few games from and the the data the analytics backs me up on that. That they've they've not produced to the level of the opportunities they're they're creating. The misfits, they just continue to to go on. Like the, the amount of shots between those top two lines yesterday was what you'd see out of four lines over the course of, of a regular season game. It was just boom, rolling it over and getting it done. The other part was the goaltending and, and you don't draw it up this way. Aiden Hill being forced to make those saves in overtime yesterday was the best-case scenario. Having them be out out playing Winnipeg for three periods as strongly as they were, Aiden Hill was along for the ride. He he was. He had eight shots through two periods. A little busier in the third, but didn't have a big impact on that game. Overtime, he made it possible for Jack to do what he did. And as much as that was Eichel's signature goal in a Vegas Golden Knight uniform, that was Aiden Hill earning his stripes with the team inside that locker room. Aiden Hill made that win possible with those saves in overtime. A couple of 10 bellers and, and rivaling the guy at the other end, which we've been raving about all night in Connor Hellebuck. Huge performance and... It's a dangerous game because if he doesn't make those saves, he's, he's quite frankly, the dog in in, in that game. And they weren't able to measure up to the great Connor Hallibuck. He outdueled Connor Hallibuck. In the end, he got the two points. And I love what that does for Aiden Hill's confidence and the confidence in both goaltenders. Will it translate into more starts or more balance with Logan Thompson? I don't know what they have planned for November. It was six for Logan, four for Aiden in October. November's busier. Does it stay 60-40? Stay Do they give themselves more leeway to move off it? I could see some of that. But keep in mind, Logan Thompson produced a shutout against Anaheim. And he watched yesterday. Aiden Hill had done enough in the coaches' estimations to earn that start, even though the other guy was perfect the game before. That doesn't happen everywhere. It's actually rare that coaches wouldn't move off their plan and just go with the hot hand. You you get a shutout eight times out of ten. No scientific data there, but that's what my gut tells me. The guy with the shutout—he's going to go back in. Impressive. Aiden Hill's won four starts to kick off a season for the first time in his career. He's won four starts in a row for the first time in his career. He's won four games in a row before, but one was in relief. But this is the first time he's won four starts in a row, and he's four and zero. And he's considered the one B. That's a heck of a heck of a tandem that you've got going between Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson, but they're still I'm telling you, the defensive commitment to this system is mind-blowing the structure that they have right now and that's again, nothing to take away from the goaltenders, but because they're making easy saves, and it's not easy to make all the saves that you're supposed to, there's some pressure with that not to let in a bad goal, there is there is stuff that that weighs on you. You can't. Aiden Hill had faced eight shots yesterday. He couldn't make a mistake, could not, and and didn't. But the the commitment that this team is making a, to stifle the opposition and not give up any odd man chances is the most impressive part. Beyond Jack, beyond the the. Phil Kessel setting the Ironman streak. Beyond the goaltending performances, they don't give up anything—zero. You wouldn't want to trick or treat at their house. You're getting nothing—zero. Jack Eichel, though, little electricity in the building. Oh, uh, we got one-timers, news and notes on the National Hockey League. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, but before we get there, Lauren Brassois has been assigned to Henderson. For a long-term conditioning assignment, uh, the goaltender who played last year uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights has not played since uh, two-thirds left in last season. So missed about uh, third it was on that big road trip that they went on that really sealed their their fate when they uh, they were so beat up and they couldn't just they were riddled uh, with uh, injuries. Remember that that was the the road trip where all the Henderson guys got there just in time for the game in, in St. Paul, but they couldn't even do the hot lap, the rookie lap, because they didn't get there in time for warm-up. That's how injury-riddled this team was uh, during the course of, of that road trip. Anyway, uh, so Loren uh got hurt last year, had surgery in the offseason. Uh, he's been practicing for a couple of weeks. Uh, he has been assigned to the Henderson Silver Knights. So a couple of things here. He had to uh, agree to this. He has enough service uh, in the National Hockey League that uh, they can't just say, you're going to Henderson on a a conditioning assignment. He had to say, okay, I'll I'll, I'll go along with that. And it's in his best interest to go down there because he hasn't played. And Vegas doesn't want to put him into the National Hockey League game, having missed all of camp, not and get any preseason games or uh, not be able to have full-time work in the net because of three goaltenders up here. So uh, good for Laurent Bressois uh, for going to Henderson and the American Hockey League and getting some time in there. What does long-term conditioning assignment mean? Well, it's six days that he can go down to the American Hockey League or three games, whichever comes first. Usually it's the sixth. Six days, especially in a goaltending scenario and uh, uh, American Hockey League schedule that's primarily on the weekends. After the six days or the three games, the Vegas Golden Knights can extend it. They have to get permission. It has to be filed in the NHLPA, but they can extend it another two games, which puts you into like a 12, 14-day window. So we're looking at Laurent Brassois being... In Henderson for five games, which is roughly the entire time. It's the the big club. The Golden Knights are on a five game road trip, so when they come back, Bereswa should be ready to come off his conditioning assignment. Doesn't mean doesn't mean he can. He is automatically activated. If he still feels something or he's not ready, they don't have to activate him. He can stay on long term injury. But if he's ready, what has to happen is he's activated. His salary counts against the salary cap. That's when things get a little complicated, just with money, because he's got a decent ticket, two million dollars. What happens then? Well, they can carry three goalies. If they carry three goalies, they have to Vegas would have to make a roster move and send one of the forwards down or skaters, skaters down, because right now they're at the the twenty-three man roster. So if they carry three goalies, one skater has to go down. They can waive Laurent Bressois, and he can go back to Henderson and get some more American Hockey League time and fine-tune his game if they want to do that. But he would have to clear waivers, which means he would be open to the rest of the National Hockey League. That's uh, another option. The third one is... Logan Thompson's waiver exempt. I'm not saying this is going to happen or it's even being thought of, but I'm just walking you through the system. Uh, Logan Thompson can be put on, uh, sent down to Henderson, does not have to clear waivers. This happened a year ago with the Dallas Stars. Jake Ottinger, they were in a in a crunch. Jake Ottinger was the only guy that was waiver exempt. He's now the number one guy, and he's going to be the number one guy for a while. He spent some time in the American Hockey League until they sorted things out. It bought them some time. Everybody's still happy. It's all good. So don't don't say that that's a disastrous plan. It just it bought them some time. Or they could send Aiden Hill down. Now he would have to clear waivers too. So there's there's about four different options they have. But in the meantime, before we get to that, it's six days, three games for Laurent Boswatt with the Henderson Silver Knights, and they can s- extend that by another two games. That's the uh, roster news as the Golden Knights have two goaltenders on this road trip kicking off the five-game junket against the Washington Capitals tomorrow. News and notes from around the National Hockey League coming up on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: Maybe a two-on-one.
0: Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores.
1: It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed Goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show.
0: Washington Capitals, the opponent for the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. They're in Carolina right now. Hurricanes on the power play, but trailing 2-1. The Capitals have that lead thanks to Dylan Strom, who's been a great pickup for them. I think he's going to have a real impact. Uh, A bigger body uh, can play down the middle. And Alexander Ovechkin uh, replying for the Washington Capitals. Ovechkin's eighth of the season. But this is a team, this Washington team, that's really beat up right now. TJ Oshie is out indefinitely with a lower body injury. John Carlson is day-to-day. He's not playing tonight. Could end up skating tomorrow, but we'll see. Tom Wilson, Nick Backstrom, Carl Hagelin, Connor Brown are all out uh, to the point that uh, Lars Eller, Washington Capitals, says it feels like last year we're already missing five or six guys, and and a lot of them aren't coming back. We'll see whether Vegas can take advantage of that tomorrow night against uh, the Washington Capitals, and that will be a uh, four o'clock start tomorrow. Remember, all these games on this road trip will be four o'clock. Starts three o'clock is the pregame show. With Ryan Wallace, uh, Chicago Blackhawks have injury news themselves. Seth Jones will be out three to four weeks with a thumb injury. He blocked a shot on Saturday for the surprisingly competitive Chicago Blackhawks. To the point that the question was actually asked of Kyle Levinson, well, "Are you going to change? Are, are you going to change your your approach about trading?" Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane? Nope. It it said they don't even look at them as assets right now. They're just players playing for the team. They're a big part of the organization, and they'll have that conversation when the time comes. But, uh, yeah, right now, uh, the the Chicago Blackhawks, more competitive than even they thought, but they're going to stick with the plan and try to uh, complete this rebuild with draft picks, which tells you that they expect it to uh, to wear off the competitiveness uh, in just a little bit. Uh, Washington Capitals, uh, not the only team that's uh, dealing with the injury news on multiple fronts. Ryan Hartman is out for the Minnesota Wild. Marcus Felino is also uh, not with the hockey club. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they are in a big-time world of hurt right now. Maybe the most controversial 500 record through the opening month of the season that I've ever seen. They lost yesterday in overtime to the Anaheim Ducks. Big win for the Ducks, just their second uh, of the season. But there's all kinds of speculation on changes coming to uh, Toronto. The general manager does not have a contract beyond this year. The coach is feeling some heat, and the president of hockey operations has not been shy about making moves. Where does that lead? I don't know. But I would expect more patience out of this team than a lot of people are giving them credit or predicting. They came off a five-game road trip in the first month of the season. I, th- I think they'll get uh, an opportunity to right the ship. Now, Mitch Marner was benched yesterday in the middle of that loss against the Anaheim Ducks. He's not happy. If, it's a, if it's, there's a split between the players and the coach, that changes it all. That's more than just a record and performing below expectations. That's just being able to coexist. If that's really bad, then yeah, Sheldon Keefe, there could be a switch in that. But I, I do believe that they'll get into the end of November before they make some changes. And I, they're, they're my pick for the President's Trophy, and, and I'm not moving on that, off that right now. I think Boston will come back to the pack uh, a little bit in that uh, that Eastern Conference. Other news to uh, to tell you about uh, right now, uh, Ethan Bear was traded from Carolina to Vancouver. They try to prop up their blue line uh, with the Canucks who have played better the last couple of games. It's been encouraging from the, the Vancouver Canucks side, which is good because I, I, I think that that team is certainly better than what they've shown. They won two games in a row, and the fans were back chanting, "Bruce, there it is." Too soon, or is it good to put some positive vibes back in the building if you're Vancouver Canuck fans?
1: Positive vibes are always good. Yeah. Why does Why does Ethan Bear seem like a guy who's been moved a couple? Like, why? What is it? Because I think he he's has, a good he has, player. He's moved a couple of times. But it, it seems like he he's been moved a couple of times, and I don't I can't understand why because he he seems like he's a really good player. A little bit
0: player. of the cap. A little bit of the cap. That uh, that has something to do with them, mm-hmm. and you you have to really perform. You have to justify your cap number in today's game. Uh, beyond anything uh, that they, Carolina, had more assets on the back end than they had room for. So he was honest. expendable. Yeah. So they, uh, they a lot of people thought Toronto would be in on on Ethan Bear. Surprised that Toronto didn't get involved on the Ethan Bear front. Uh, the three stars of the week uh, are out. I don't think any big surprise there. Did you follow it at all? What I saw,
1: did? yeah. Who? It was uh Jesper Bratt, Marc Andre Fleury, and wow. Connor McDavid. That is good. Yeah. Connor McDavid, ridiculously good.
0: Not breaking news there. But his stat like he's at two points a game again to, to start this month.
1: Yeah, what this month. Just eight, like eight, he was eight last points year. Points last week? Yeah,
0: like, just like he was a year ago. And it's just that's Connor being Connor. That's the part that blows me away. Is just he's two points a game. There was a time, 15 years ago, where just getting 80 points was winning you the scoring title. Now, now he's on pace for 164.
1: Well, that's what we want. More offense is good. It sells tickets.
0: Absolutely. But how we got here has been a, a. Cooperation uh, and and real uh, a willingness to work together between the NHLPA, and the National Hockey League, changing some rules, and then just the game becoming a skill coaches. Certainly, I think the the the, the impact of skill coaches is um, flies under the radar with the the way the game has changed and and forward. Goalies have been working with individual coaches forever. Skill coaches is re- still relatively new in, in the hockey world. And all the work that players do with these different four higher coaches in the summer has had a big impact on on the way the game has turned out to be a lot more uh, offensive. Um, Jamie Drysdale may miss the rest of the season. Took that hit from William Carrier?
1: Yeah. Not good.
0: The hit was fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, but the, the, the result of it, not good.
0: It didn't even look like a, a dramatic hit.
1: Yeah, it looked like a regular hit. Like, like, it wasn't anything like where you're like, wow, that's a big hit. Like, it was just a Do regular hit. Wow, that's a big hit. Can you clip that? Sure. Okay. Because if somebody says something
0: crazy on the show, yeah. either a guest or Ryan or, or me, me yeah. or you, we could, Well, you can't drop it on yourself. No, no you true. yeah, You can't drop your own drop.
1: You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So if, if <laughs> Ryan or me or, or a guest, say John Shannon's on, you can you can do this. Wow! That's a big hit. And that was live. Like, that wasn't even the drop. <laughs> that was, that was, was good. That was I really like it. Good. Yeah, it was good. Um, we've got the uh, top 10 nominations for the Jack Eichel nickname coming up. Don't do anything yet. Here are the Vegas Golden Knights results this year. Beat L.A. by one. Beat Chicago by one. Scored five on Seattle and Winnipeg. And then beat Toronto, San Jose, and Anaheim by multiple goals before that overtime game. It's been a nice little mix of close games and in-control games. This isn't just a one-trick pony that I've witnessed so far. And the two losses, both 3-2 defeats to Calgary and Colorado. I've been taken by the variation of the the performances. Being able to score four goals in one, two, three, four, five, five games. Five of the ten wins, scoring uh, at least four goals. That's really good. And then there's two games in which, at home, they only scored one goal in regulation. You score one goal in regulation at home, and they're 2-0 in those games. That, my friends, that doesn't happen all the time. Um, You ready to... uh, Go to break because we've got a lot coming up on the other side. Yeah, yeah. It's catching up with Chapman. Yes. Plus, we have our top 10 submissions for nicknames for Jack Eichel.
1: I thought of one in the last few minutes that, I, that I'm that i going to.
0: Who sent it to you?
1: No, I, I thought of it on my own.
0: There's no way you've I'm, been thinking about I, this.
1: I, you've been pumping it up. I have to put my thinking cap on. All right. So.
0: Those are one-timers for this Monday, October 31st on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Might be the earliest we've ever come back for a Catching Up with Chapman. No, Christopher. All right, well, uh, tough times right now in the Chapman household. Uh, My wife decided she was going to take a trip home for the next two weeks, so I am home alone and the dog is not loving it she misses my wife i think even more than i do she's been spending (laughs) the last couple days she's moping around the house very depressed so uh hopefully trick-or-treaters tonight will uh she she likes kids so hopefully she she gets a little bit happier and gets out of her her depression but yeah i don't i for two weeks dogs
0: dogs hate halloween
1: no, my my dog's a little bit different. My dog doesn't mind Fourth of July. She doesn't care about fireworks, thunder, lightning. No, but lightning. knocks on
0: the door all oh, night. No,
1: she she likes she she. Well, we don't. We will sit outside on our patio, and kids will come up, and she'll have her costume on, and and they'll pet her, and she she dresses What's up like dog go a, a peacock. Every year, every year, yeah. I bought a I bought a peacock costume, so uh, she'll put it on when I get home, or or I'll put it on her, and. Uh,
0: like well, she's not putting the dog, the costume no, on right she doesn't now. Put I it on now. I hope not. What's the dog's name? Misty. Okay, can we can we call Misty Misty? Misty. Yeah. Not not like
1: the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Some generic name. Misty. Yeah, she she's great great dog. Are you a moper? No, no, but I I was I'm I'm a little lonely, you know. It's it's weird when you go to bed at night and your wife's not there, so I it's it's kind of not good, but,
0: but You sound like a moper
1: yeah I'm not mopey, but it's it's it stinks I don't like being separated from my wife for for that long what would she
0: say if I asked her that question
1: well she's with her family so I'm sure she's happy she's probably I'm probably not even uh although she texted me she just woke up like a few minutes ago so early morning in in uh Japan well, I, hope, right now.
0: I hope I hope you turn around this frown
1: yeah down. yeah well we will we will in fact we'll probably do it right now because we're gonna're we're gonna all
0: right so you got you had a suggestion uh for because I, I've got the top 10. Okay. I can bump one if your suggestion is good. We're looking for Jack Eichel nicknames that we can throw out on the air, T-shirts, coffee mugs, something like that. So what's what what have you come up with?
1: Ike, Ike, baby. Like the old Vanilla Ice song, Ice Ice Baby.
0: Yeah, I, I okay. remember. Well, I,
1: I don't know. Some people like to pretend that that never happened. So Why? Because it was an awful...
0: Did he actually sing that?
1: No, I don't no. think he did. He stole it from, well, he stole the, the, the beat from uh, Queen and uh, it was David Bowie. Yeah, but I
0: didn't think he sang it. No,
1: song. he sang it, but the, the... the the Oh,
0: it was, okay, Milli Vanilli, Milli were, Vanilli the were, the were the ones who stole it. Yeah,
1: and they won a Grammy and they, yeah. they got caught. Did they ever
0: talk to the real people?
1: I don't. I I don't know even like what know what
0: happened. Like where? What happened to those people well, that actually sang it?
1: And how did how did those guys not have a career because they, yes. they they were good songs? That's the part that blows me away. It's weird. Yeah, it's almost like they were told to go away. Are
0: you suggesting something?
1: No, 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 not like that. No. Oh, like,
0: I thought you were. Uh, putting no, up. No, 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 no. Okay, so here's our 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 top ten. All right. The music. Thank you. Uh, Jack Flash.
1: <laughs> I like that. Jacked
0: Up. Michael Jordan.
1: I like that. Michael Tower. Well, of course, I'm going to say I like that.
0: Cactus Jack. That's good. Now, there was a sportscaster in Winnipeg, Jack Wells. We called him Cactus Jack. Got a text uh, or a tweet saying the, that that's, he's the one and only Cactus Jack.
1: See, now I think of the old wrestler, Cactus Jack.
0: I don't remember. Wrestling, I don't follow wrestling.
1: Oh, he 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 was a legend.
0: I don't get wrestling. People that follow wrestling completely confuse me, (laughs) and 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 I have thoughts about theirs. It's a it's
1: a good thing Bret Hart isn't in the studio right now.
0: I've met Bret before.
1: He would put you in the sharpshooter.
0: He 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 would, and he'd be well within his right to do that. But (laughs) people that actually follow wrestling and watch wrestling baffled the heck out of me. Jack Rabbit.
1: That's another one. That's a good one.
0: Ike. I think there's potential for Ike.
1: Yeah. But, I, 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 but
0: again, you got to spell it. Yeah, yeah. The but but way.
1: yeah, put it on buttons, you put it in VGK colors.
0: I think there's real potential with with the Ike. Maybe not the day by day nickname. Yeah. But I think there, there's something that we can do with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you could you could you could definitely sell merchandise have with that. Have we
0: trademarked all these yet? What? Well, we like, got to get on that. Are you doing that that's right, we right gotta now? We got to get on it. Yeah. Well, stop talking to me
1: and start trademarking. <laughs>
0: uh, we also have jacked
1: up. Eh, I'm not feeling that one. No? Nah.
0: I I like that one. Jackpot?
1: Yeah. I uh, I think that's the best.
0: I can see Gosher throwing out jackpot.
1: Yeah. I think that's good. That's the best one.
0: That one is in my top four
1: right now. I actually delivered.
0: Jackpot. And jackhammer. Ooh. Which also has some some real legs
1: Yeah. Jackhammer's good.
0: Jackhammer would be so. So we, you give me your favorites there.
1: I like I like jackpot. I, I like,
0: like jacked Up. I like Jackrabbit. Jack oh yeah. Eichel
1: Tower, I like.
0: Okay, now we're already going past four.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: So, but listeners, come on, get involved in this, and we've had some great responses if Well, if, we, on if we if we
1: could come up with four, I could put a poll up.
0: Yeah, but I I don't know whether we can do this. Jack Frost was was a yeah. uh, submission, Ooh. but it, it did. I liked it at first, but there's others that are better. Well, I think you know what? Michael Jordan. I really like. I really like. And the logo Tower, I like. I think there's potential with those. But if you're gonna throw it out during the course of a play, like Gosher to use this, yeah. or to throw it out from from the TV set, it's got a flow. So jackpot. Jackhammer,
1: Jack Frost flows. See, you, you keep throwing others in there. Well, listen, I, I, I'm, 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 I want jackpot because that was my suggestion.
0: It's all about you. Eh? It is.
1: It's always about me. How cool would that be? I get royalties.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got uh, some <laughs> updates uh, from the National Hockey League to tell you: Washington Capitals. And the Carolina Hurricanes uh, involved in the game tonight. Washington is tomorrow night's opposition for the for the Golden Knights. This this is key. We we want this to be a really hard game. Uh, but Ovi has scored uh, in this one. It's two two Carolina and Washington. Uh, Carolina's thought to be a powerhouse in the in these a re- really real contender. Uh, I think this is a good game for Washington. I think this is a game that Washington looks forward to more than tomorrow against Vegas. Even though it goes back to year number one, the Stanley Cup final, a lot of uh, uh, the history uh, for, for Vegas, obviously. Tomorrow night, I think, means more to Vegas than Washington. Tonight is the Washington focus Yeah, well, because you... of the Eastern Conference division rival. That is a long way of saying... That's a good thing for Vegas.
1: Yeah, because there's always there, there's a, a history between these two teams meeting in the playoffs. Washington and, and Carolina, and there's a little more but animosity, there's, there's I think. There's
0: both. There's Vegas history yeah, too, but but I
1: don't I don't think that Vegas and Washington have the animosity built up the way Carolina and well, Washington I think did. This
0: is a measuring stick game for Washington. Yeah? inside their division.
1: By the way, how does Ovechkin always score from that spot on the power play?
0: Like he Scored again tonight? You, you know
1: there. he's going to do it. You know he's going to be there, and you can't stop it.
0: Did did it again, and there was like no room there on, on Freddie Anderson. So the, the goal scorers, Svechnikov and uh, Nelson, uh scoring, and Strom and uh, Ovechkin scoring uh, for Washington. The other game to, to keep an eye on here is Buffalo against Detroit. Detroit's off to a decent start. Buffalo, too. Buffalo's
1: up 4-2. Thompson has two goals in that one for for Buffalo.
0: Yeah, I, I may eat my words on that contract. He's
1: got five on the season. Yeah, I,
0: I he's He's been better than I thought, and he's actually scored some nice goals so and yeah. not just bouncing it off a leg or a knee or anything like that. I I may end up having to uh, acknowledge that this is a good signing. I, I do think they overpaid and gave that contract out way before they ever had to with Tate Thompson. But it's he's he's got a pair. Skinner and Quinn have scored for, for Buffalo. And from a goaltending front, I, Buffalo's got some good net miners and Owen Power on the blue line. I'd like to say they're going to take a big step this year. I'm not willing to buy in just yet, but they've been good. There's like a mini tournament between Detroit and... Ottawa and Dallas. Who's the best team out of those clubs who are on the coming out of their rebuilding stage?
1: I like Dallas, but they have an injury that they're dealing with.
0: So Dallas, Detroit, Ottawa and Buffalo. I shouldn't have said Dallas. Uh, Jake Ottinger. He's out for a week. He got hurt uh, yesterday. They They signed up Matt Murray. Ooh. Not the same Matt Murray. A different Matt Murray. Different Matt Murray. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we've got the 4 o'clock start tomorrow, 3 o'clock pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, Washington against Vegas. Trying to keep it going.